Due to an unforeseen audio malfunction, we do have to apologize for the quality of audio in this episode. Hey guys, welcome to Keeping It Real Estate with Justin and Brandy. Today we're joined by our special guest, uh, broker owner Conrad Zarini from Remax Escarpment. Conrad, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks we're for having me. We're at Scarborough and Niagara now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's in Niagara, yeah. yeah. That was it. Uh, we're going to talk to Conrad today just about the market, everything that's going on, because, I mean, we do about like 70% of the transactions in RAV, so yeah. I feel like you have a really good behind-the-scene view of what's going on because you see a lot of the... Yeah, we're like a, we're like a microcosm of the area, right? Yeah. So we can really dig deep into data and things like that, and it really means something. So, like our appointments, you know, I... We're on par with last February, which was a record-breaking February in 2021. So we're really proud of that. And uh, a lot of demand still out there and um, we're seeing some good traction still happening. I think February was a record-breaking month for us uh, in appointments and in sales. So from that January, we're off a little bit and then February just uh, rebounded really nicely. Even just from the appointment aspect of it, to think that we're down in actual inventory, but the appointments have stayed the same. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's definitely gotta be resulting in a lot of these bidding wars and the price increases that we've been seeing. Yeah, a number that we look at a lot is, like, so we have a, a stat that is the amount of appointments for to sales. So in January, we were probably around 34, 35, something like that. Now we're down to about 17. That means there's been more inventory, uh, buyers have been able to find things uh, in in in, um, in February. There's so that, that whole demand, a little bit of that demand was taken away. And uh, a lot of buyers were got into the market in, in February. So we saw some really good things for buyers and really good opportunities. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, things are changed so fast. Like now, I think the big topic that everybody's talking about right now is the interest rates. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Quarter point. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I thought, I had, you know, they're, they're really looking at inflation piece um, a lot. There's no question. I thought they were probably going to jump up half a point, 50 basis points. Uh, but I think for sure the next one, because inflation is over 5%, they want to really beat that down. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see where all that money on the sidelines goes. Yeah. There's a lot of money in people's bank accounts right now. But I will say this, uh, you know, this small interest rate, I don't think it's going to have that much dramatic effect on the market at all. There's still high demand. I think gas prices probably have a, maybe you're yeah. seeing the outskirts. Well, I, I think... Yeah. Maybe people thinking that they were going to go in the outskirts, uh, outside you know cities or, or what have you, with with you know higher with lower walk scores. I think maybe those people mm -hmm. would feel it more uh, than, than than anything. So and we're seeing it like your it's Grimsby, true. it's uh, Grimsby, Ancaster, Dundas. Uh, we've seen we're off of sales probably thirty percent mm -hmm. unit sales. Wow. You know, something in that vicinity. So maybe that's that's what's happening. Now, mind you, they did increase a lot during the pandemic. So yeah. that's probably part of it, too. They're, they're now they're in the 1.2 million territory. I think it's also like a lot of it's the psychological effect of what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. People just the anticipation of they don't want to over leverage themselves. So we're kind of seeing that happen. Yeah. And there's twofold because you could get people jumping into the market saying, I want to get it before anything yeah. happens with these interest rates uh, and stuff like that. But normally when there's a big interest rate, like fervor, like which is now because we haven't seen anything happen with interest rates since 2018. Yeah. Um, so we haven't seen anything. So people don't really know an interest rate jump. It's true. Now, 
They usually say 11% kind of get out of the market. They say, hey, I'm going to, so one out of 10 buyers is going to say, I'm going to sit out on the sidelines mm -hmm. for a little bit. But what's interesting is after 24 months, we get another 14% coming on in. Mm -hmm. So it really balances itself out. But it, yeah, we might see one in 10 buyers kind of pull out just to see what's going on. But I have news for everybody. I don't see a price decrease at all. No. Um, we we're, it's, it's, it's been rapid the last little while. So I don't know. People are talking about leveling off. I don't believe it'll be a leveling off. I don't think we're going to see as many offers as we did in the past. Mm -hmm. And the value conscious consumer at the one end, I think at the entry level, you'll still see good competition. Maybe it'll, it'll, it'll offset the uh, upper end. Maybe we won't see as much, a little bit of flattening on the, up, on the upper end. But you know, we just talked about a sale in Ancaster with yeah. 700,000 over list. So um, I don't know, that That's was crazy. a mid to upper level, wouldn't yeah. you say? I lost it on that one by 550,000. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there you go. You were there, no? <laughs> Try. It was a good try. We helped them. We helped them get the two million. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? It's it's and you, friend, you were saying it before. What were you saying to me before about people want? Right? You were saying if people want it, they're gonna do it. Yeah. No matter gonna, what. Exactly. They're gonna pay for it. But, but oh, there's also um, what was the immigration number that you were telling me? Yeah. About? So the I saw the now we've opened the passport to Ukraine. There's no limit on it the amount of Ukrainian immigrants that can come in, that can work, that can live here. And that's going to be on top of, I think it was what, like 300,000 new immigrants that were going to come to Canada. It's over 410. So, I mean, you have that. Now you have this added level of the Ukrainian immigrants that are coming in. I think it's just, you know, shortage of homes. So even the study that was saying we need the 1.5 million homes in 10 years, yeah. I feel like that's, like, we're getting more. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be yeah. that. So it's maybe crazy. maybe we'll be lucky and there'll be the dialogue again in Hamilton because Hamilton and Halton both froze their uh, their Forest. expansion. So mm -hmm. maybe they're going to rethink that in the next little while. But, yeah, there's going to be a lot of pressure. Rents yeah. are going up. Uh, the rental market's pretty high. So And that was something that... I know I was thinking of too is like a lot of times these duplexes and triplexes, multi units are starting to get really expensive. It's almost to the point on the Hamilton Mountain for a two unit, you're paying 1.2 million around that. But the rents are basically breaking even at that point. So how much longer is, I don't know. I think the rents have to keep going up and the rents don't keep going up in the duplexes. Like these two units on the mountain are going to start to stabilize. Like they're going to have to hit a peak. Mm -hmm. But I guess they are still going up. So. It's all well, it depends on the investor, right? Some people yeah. are more into the capital growth, and some people are more into that, you know, what's cash my flow. return? Yeah, yeah. Return. cash flow return on my investment. So, you know, yeah, we could just flip into capital growth mode and see low, very low, low cap rates, which is mm -hmm. will be interesting to see how that all pans out. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's happened in other countries, Germany, it's like that. Yeah. Uh, they yeah. almost have zero cap rates in, in, in Germany and some other European countries. So yeah. it'll be interesting how that pans out and, and how it takes it. But again, it's pure supply and demand uh, again. And I want to go back to what you said, like back in 2018, I remember back when we were selling then that the rates went up and things did slow down. There was a yep. period that prices didn't drop though. They just slowed a little bit. Mm -hmm. yep. And then within maybe two, three months, it started to pick up a bit. But then we just started flying after a certain points. I think it's initial people start to have that conversation of, uh, oh, the rate's gone up. Let's see what mm -hmm. happens to the market. Maybe we'll wait to buy. Yeah. But then when they realize nothing happens, like you said, then they jump back in. Yeah. And, and yeah, with a vengeance and, and more people jump back in. But yeah, there's all that wait and see. And oh my God, things are going to stabilize. Well, there was a wait and see when the beginning of the pandemic, right? We, yeah. Sales dropped by about 60%. And then when things started to creep up again, then it just grew like crazy. I so, remember. Yeah. <laughs> April, it was 60 yeah. points. No, we, we, we dropped by 60% in yeah. April. I felt it. I remember the pandemic and I started thinking, I'm like, 
should I start thinking about another job? I'm like, what's gonna happen? <laughs> Are we ever gonna sell houses again? Yeah. This is uh, everything shut down. Who would have thought that was gonna happen? But then, but then, I mean, look what happened afterwards. It's like it was just pent up, boom. And everybody well, started buying. Well, people want to control in their lives, and what can you control more than yeah. your own domain, your own home, right? 100%. You can control that, right? So, but they are still talking about um, more phases to the interest hike. Like, yeah, it's short right now, but there's there's no said stoppage in place for how they're gonna keep increasing them. No, I think, but I think they're going to keep a really good eye on the inflation. They want to get down to 2%. We're at over 5%. So we'll yeah. see what happens there. But yeah, the last time we saw something like this was 1991 when we had inflation like this and they brought up rates to, to kind of cool it. But again, you got to remember, there's a lot of cash. And the, the difference today is how many trillions of dollars are all over the world in it's people's true. bank accounts. It's, it's not true. in everybody's bank account, unfortunately, but there's a lot of people that did uh, extremely well during the pandemic and they, they're sitting on a lot of cash. So it's going to be, where's it going to go? Yeah. Uh, is it going to go into travel? Is Real it going to go domestically? Like where, where, where is it going to go? And, and renovations have already been kind of growing and growing, but then we got supply chain issues. So maybe people get frustrated and not renovate and things like that. So it just got to follow the money and follow when people go back to their offices. 100%. That's the other, that's the other big factor. Is yeah. it going to be this hybrid, you know, three days a week thing and, and stuff like that? Or is everybody going to flock back to Toronto again? Um, you know, gas prices, there's a lot of factors going on right now. It's yeah. The gas price is a huge one, especially mm-hmm. if you got all these people that are commuting. I know it's uh it's going to affect, and we had so we had such an exodus from Toronto to Hamilton. Yeah. So, are we ever going to see that point where we're just going to have so much inventory because people want to move back? I don't know. Do you ever think it would get to that point where it's, or you think they'll just deal with it? Well, you know, it's funny. I, I think that well, you're starting to see that uh, employers wanted people back. Yeah, they did. There was a time when I, I would say last fall they were like, "Okay, come back." Then we had that little setback with uh, with the variant there, mm-hmm. and then everybody said, "Okay." We got to do something. So I think you're going to see maybe a smaller footprint in downtown Toronto and scattered hubs around the province. That's what I think. You think so? Um, yeah, I think, believe it or not, office is really tough to find right now. Industrial industrial has performed so well. I think there's a there's a 1.6% vacancy rate in industrial. So industrial picked up a lot of the slack. Maybe it is a lot of, um, it's maybe it's not just manufacturing, it's warehousing and things like that. But it's it's been like really snapped up quite quite largely. Most of the industrials outside, people want to live by it, so they're you know it's outside. It's your Mississaugas, your Lancasters, Stony Creek, and things like that. So yeah. be interesting to see how that all pan, all pans out. But I don't think you're going to see people going back to Toronto um, in, in in droves. It's going to be an interesting situation. Yes, yeah, so I actually um, I was showing a house last night um, out past Hagersville. It was like a little mm-hmm. half acre country property, and the buyers or sorry the sellers were there, and I was just talk chatting them up, and they said within two days they've already had seventeen showings, and all the buyers are coming from Toronto, mm-hmm. and the house was still going to go over six hundred thousand. So and there's nothing. It's just on well. They're really? out from yeah. any town. Yeah. Um, so people are still out there hunting yeah. for property. Well, again, that's value. That's a, that's a price point. But in the U.S., we're starting to see uh, REITs buying up um, malls and, and plazas. And we're seeing a little bit of here in Canada, too, as well. So they're going to do these kind of like what I've been calling suburban-urban. Yeah. So they're going to create these kind of um, like urban centers and in, in, in suburban malls. So you're going to see that happening. Mm-hmm. Um, Eastgate Square, not far from here. Just got sold. Uh, there's some high density that's going to be put on that site because of the ghost station. So you'll see yeah. a lot of this repurposing of it, of 
commercial. That's what needs to be repurposed. Yeah, it does. You. You're right. Well, <laughs> I guess it's a combination of work, play, yeah. and, 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 and living yeah. kind of thing. So all combined. So it's going to it's gonna put pressure on those traditional downtowns, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Because of where everybody's kind of, we're all here, right? Well, mm-hmm. Stony, Stony Creek is becoming this, like, I think it's the next Ancaster. It's, I, I think it's better than Ancaster, honestly. I'm biased. No? I own two properties in Stony Creek. I love it. Stony Creek Mountain, though. Is it lower Stony yeah. Creek? I still feel like... Full disclosure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. You know what? It's a commuter thing, though. Yeah. Like yeah. That, uh, well, Ancaster, you know, if that hill is not good... You have the hill. Well, you have the hill. That's yeah. an issue. Um, go, you know, go station in, in Aldershot. But, I don't know, Stony Creek's interesting. It's going to be huge, that. especially with the go station coming out that way. And it's not going towards Ancaps. Like that hill is a like it's a debacle in the morning. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. So, but I mean, some some interesting thing to talk about. Like, uh, I want to talk about some of the stats in the areas. I know we were talking about these increases, and we were trying to figure out. We'd seen a lot of uh, the actual unit sales. Yeah, decreased, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think you found the reason why. Yeah, I think once you get over, like especially if it's substantially increased, like anything, any any area that increased by about thirty eight or the top end, thirty eight or forty percent over the last year, is now finally probably seeing that little bit of a ceiling mm-hmm. where people are, you know, that's we've had enough, <laughs> like we're done. And what were those areas again? That was Dundas. So we've got yeah, you've got your Dundas, Ancaster, um, D- um, and and, and Grimsby. Grimsby, huge, like Grimsby got 38% increase. Yeah. And they're down 27% in sales. And Ancaster had a 30, uh, uh, 32% increase and they're down 20%. And Dundas, 27%. And they're down about 16%. So interesting there. But you know what's funny? The, the conundrum here is Bimbrook, probably, which is really kind of, um, which is interesting because. Bimbrook did go up significantly, but there's still a lot of sales going on yeah. going on there. So that that's, a, that's kind of a Bimbrook has, has all those developments, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Like the Losani. Yep. And it's got it's got a nice um Bimbrook's got a nice uh tenure. You've got your detach, you've got your towns. You know that type of thing. Where mm-hmm. if you look at Grimsby, it's a lot of town heavy. Mm-hmm. So there's only so much super town heavy, yeah. right? So yeah. there's a, there's a certain point where how do I justify spending like 1.2 million on a townhouse? Right. That's true. So yeah. you think there's something going on with buyers where they're saying, okay, this is max we want to pay there. Well, if I'm going to come out here from Toronto or Mississauga or Peel, I'm going to want a detached home. That's my dream, right? Yeah. So, For sure. That's why I'm leaving the city. Well, that, Exactly. So I don't want to, you know, take like for like. Yeah. I, I actually townhouse. have clients that, that mm-hmm. they're stopped at 1.6. They said, I don't want to pay that anymore. So yeah. now I'm just kind of waiting it out. So I think the markets with a lot of different types of product, Hamilton Mountain, for instance, there's tons of product and it's still chugging nicely. Mm-hmm. Hamilton East is still doing very, very well. I, I've, I've always felt Hamilton East was undervalued yeah. compared to the whole area for some reason. Even that, it's Dave Capretta. Our yeah. team loves that area. Oh, yeah. He always says, he always calls Rosedale the Ancaster. Oh, I love Hamilton East. <laughs> well, Rosedale's amazing. When I first started my career, I looked at the turnover in in, uh, in in all the areas, and Rosedale had a big turnover. Yeah. And then it went flat for about 20 years. And it's right on the highway, back. too, right? Yeah. So, no, I, I, I love it. Yeah. there. He loves it. And they're great homes, solid, you know. Yeah. They're all those yeah. little right. houses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it is like we're getting up there now. The stats came out from February. The average home price in Hamilton was $1.1 million. So that went up 4.2% from the month before. So we're up, we were up, what, 10% from January to February. Now, four, so yeah. we're up, what, 15% almost already into the year, yeah. like 14%. Um, but the one thing that stayed low, like a detached home is $1.3 million on average in Hamilton. But the average sale of a condo is 606. Do you think we're going to see a jump in condo prices? 
Yeah, because, Toronto, like Toronto, almost yeah. twice as much for mm-hmm. a detached than it is a condo. Well, it's interesting, but yeah, because Toronto's at uh, uh, condos in Toronto entry level, the soon to be entry level here, because you could get a detached for the same money as a condo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna see, yeah, that that it's definitely gonna move. There's yeah. No, no question. But you know, what's an interesting market too is Hamilton West. Now that we're coming out of COVID a little bit, I think people are now like their sales are up like significantly over thirty percent. Hamilton West. So now I think again that's university driven. So I think now kids are. We're coming back. Yeah, investors are probably coming back to. Covid's to, over. People yeah. are going back to the area. We need student rentals, so that kind of thing. So you're going to see that that market really jumped in the last little while. Perfect. I have a listing presentation okay. tomorrow. Yeah, good. that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. The market's good. Yeah, yeah, and then the inventory is still 0.6 months, so it's still pretty fast. But I think at the start of the year we were what we were like point. Point four. Yeah, yeah. We're barely ten days supply. Yeah, yeah. So it's coming. Yeah, yeah. we see an appointment in our appointment center report. Before it was like 80, 90 listings and 150, 160 sales. Now it's 220 listings, 240 sales. Mm-hmm. So it's it's coming. It's, it's more moving. balanced. Well, I think, you know what? We should hit a month supply, which would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. And that's a great opportunity for first timers to come back into the market. But again, like you were saying before, I think I think it's that value conscious consumer yeah. mm-hmm. that is looking for, for that better value, right? They're pound for pound. They're looking at, you know, per square foot. Like, you know, and again, Toronto buyers look per square foot. That's yeah, like, that's, that's not a Hamilton thing. No, it's not. <laughs> I think that's what our discrepancy in the condos because uh, when you leave that Toronto city, in Toronto, you're expecting to live in a condo. You want to be mm-hmm. downtown. You want to be in that lifestyle. You go in a condo, but when you come here, you're looking to grow, to have more space, to mm-hmm. not be on top of each other. And I think that's what they really looked at because, I, look, I, I I used to live in Toronto and everything was per square foot. Like. That that system, their their yeah. MLS systems has had square footage for like twenty five years, for as long as I can remember. <laughs> it's a range, but it always has square footage, yeah. right? Where we just kind of adopted square footage probably over the last five six years really heavily. I think yeah. a lot of consumers from that end are looking at wow, what per square foot is there, and what per square foot is here, and I think mm-hmm. that's really where we got that real big push. Mm-hmm. And then where you really see the differences in square foot is when you start comparing condos. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the new development condos that are coming out in Hamilton around that 1,000 yep. to some of the television city ones were like 1,020 a foot when you start including parking in it to where you can buy a resale for like 600 a foot and the building's only like four or five years older. And I know the condo fees have you know, things to do with that too, but still, mm-hmm. I mean, I think there's an opportunity in condos right now. And I think just for experience from what we've seen if I was looking to buy, like I'm get, I was looking to buy another investment property, and I was thinking, should I wait? Should I wait? And I'm thinking, okay, this rate went up once. I feel like this is the window to buy right now. Mm-hmm. In this next little bit. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're going to see some little sensitivity. We can negotiate, but you know what? You said something really cool. If it's um, if it's a 2018 condo, if it was built after in November 2018, there's no rent control on that's it. That's right. Mm-hmm. So that's a. Those are solid investments because as everything starts to, as all boats rise, you can rise along with it. It's just those older buildings that are rent controlled. So mm-hmm. really, um, you can actually raise the rent if, uh, to an existing tenant as long as the lease is up. You can raise the rent, uh, whatever the market is. If it's pre-November 2018, you can't. So that's a great little investment vehicle right now because you're saying the, the spread between a four or five year old condo mm-hmm. is, uh, or let's say four years rather, is is you know significant four hundred square feet, four hundred dollars yeah. square foot different, right? Yeah, so yeah. that's so good value, and and you'll you'll cover, right? Yeah, because the one plus, yeah, the one plus done in Television Cities were with parking was like seven eighty five. Zaya just sold one in the Robinson building there, two bedroom, two bathroom. It's like nine hundred square feet or something for seven thirty or seven twenty something like that. 
Yes, yeah, it's it huge. Like the difference, you're just got way more square feet. You're getting two bedrooms, two bathrooms, two parking spots, mm-hmm. and you're coming in cheaper. Two parking spots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's huge. Yeah. I think one of the topics I think I should discuss one is the the taxes on new builds and what are the taxes for Hamiltonians going to yeah, be? That's a good one. Yeah, like you know, I think that's really something. Maybe you get somebody from the city and or somebody that knows that that whole piece because that's going to be a very interesting thing. Are they going to change the mill rate? That's a good you one. Know, assessments went up like 30 some odd percent like yeah. the city's giving themselves a raise it's a yeah. real <laughs> they're quiet about it and um the other thing is new build right now like a townhouse back let's say five years ago the the uh, hst was around 31 32 000. today it's like a hundred and six thousand. Mm-hmm. just the hst yeah. yeah and then add the development charges you're talking a townhouse unit could be a quarter of a million dollars just in taxes yeah, it's wild. <laughs> Crazy, which wild. is wild, right? Yeah. When you think of land transfer, development charges, yeah. all that kind all of stuff. All the little things so, you don't think about. Yeah. So what what are what are governments doing about affordability when it comes to that? Mm-hmm. That's really where there's you know absolutely mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And Hamilton already has it, the highest property taxes. Yep. In what in Ontario? Is it all in Ontario? Or what I, I don't say. know. <laughs> it's up there though. It's there. Yeah. Like I look when we're looking at properties in Burlington and stuff, we start going towards Toronto. I can't believe the difference. Well, just right when these assessments come yeah. in, right? So. And then we're driving on these roads. It makes it hard to believe that we have the highest taxes, the oh, conditions no. of these roads. Oh, right my now. God. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 I, did I, I don't know if I read correctly, but I think it's at 17,000 potholes or something wow. like that. We're already repaired don't, or something. Don't touch Jeez. King Street. and. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you destroy your car. I've destroyed my car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, the first time I ever met Justin, I destroyed my car and he didn't believe me. I she was on her way to the office and she's like, oh, I can't make the appointment. I blew a tire over. She had a pothole. I was like, yeah. Oh. She sent a picture. Like, oh, I'm going to say that. That's a good excuse down the road. Somebody else. Yeah. But, um, still made it. Still made it. Good. Yeah. It's, uh, but anyways, I think we're running out of time. Uh, Connor, I want to thank you so much for joining us. I always love your insight on the market. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. So, uh, guys, thanks for tuning in. If you're watching on uh, YouTube, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, hit the little bell. That way you get notifications when a new episode pops up. Also, don't forget, we're on Spotify and we're on Apple Podcasts. So in case you want to listen to us in the car while you're driving, uh, we'd love it. So thanks for joining us. and We'll talk to you again next week. See you thanks. later. Thanks for having me.